In the beginning, the automobile was literally a horseless carriage. Then it morphed into a box on wheels. But Walter Chrysler and Hans Ledvinka had a vision of the future, and the auto industry was forever changed. Before we embark on another bit of time travel back to the dawning of a new era in transportation, let's give a listen to the music of the road crew. Check out some of their great road trip inspiring tunes at roadcrew66.com. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. Hans Ludvinka designed his first vehicle for Tatra, the Czech manufacturing company, in 1900. The Type A with rear-mounted 2,714cc engine and top speed of 25 miles per hour was well received, but sales were anemic. Only 22 vehicles were built. For 1902, he designed the Type B with an air-cooled mid-engine. Then, in 1902, he left the company to independently work on steam engine development for automotive applications. He returned to the company in 1921, and soon a string of revolutionary vehicles was rolling from the factory. The 1923 Tatra 11 featured a rigid backbone tube with swinging semi-axles at the rear, giving independent suspension. The front-mounted engine was an air-cooled two-cylinder unit of 1,056 cc. The Tatra 12 was introduced in 1926. It featured four-wheel hydraulic brakes, among other innovations. And that was followed by the Tatra 17 with a 1930cc water-cooled six-cylinder engine coupled to a transaxle and fully independent suspension. Ledvinka continued pushing the envelope for automotive innovation. First, he designed a series of air-cooled flat-twin four- and six-cylinder engines. Then, in 1931, he designed a luxury car powered by an overhead cam air-cooled 6-liter V12. It was the first of his cars to be designed with an emphasis on streamlining. Meanwhile, on the other side of the Atlantic, Walter Chrysler gave a green light to Carl Breer, along with Fred Zetter and Owen Skelton, engineers at Chrysler, to initiate a series of wind tunnel tests in cooperation with Orville Wright to study efficient shapes for automotive bodies. They were also tasked to develop an advanced suspension system that could provide better weight distribution and, as a result, improved braking and handling characteristics. The manifestation of their work debuted in January 1934 as the Chrysler and DeSoto Airflow. In appearance, performance, and safety, it was unlike anything currently rolling from American factories. The 1933 DeSoto sedan, which served as the comparative baseline for the airflow, scored an average drag coefficient of 0.683 by moving forward and 0.546 by driving backwards. The 1934 DeSoto airflow sedan reversed the drag coefficient, and fuel economy was increased by 5%. There was also a marked increase in performance. 
Even though the airflow was deemed radical in its engineering and even bizarre in its styling, it paled in comparison to the new Ludvinka-designed Tatras. The large Tatra 77 was introduced mere weeks before the airflow and as a result claimed the title of being the world's first production aerodynamic car. The average drag coefficient of the fastback Tatra 77 was recorded at an astounding 0.2455. It featured a rear-mounted, air-cooled aluminum and magnesium V8. A supercharger was offered as an option. With the exception of the three-headlight configuration and the huge fin running down the rear center of the car, it looked like a stretched and enlarged Volkswagen. The airflow sold poorly. Still, within 10 years, the aerodynamic principles, the engineering, and the weight distribution formulas incorporated into the revolutionary Chrysler and DeSotos would become industry standards among American automobile manufacturers. The Tatra also transformed the auto industry and contributed to the creation of a classic. Both Adolf Hitler and Ferdinand Porsche were influenced by the Tatras. Hitler was a keen automotive enthusiast and had been impressed by the Tatra during political tours of Czechoslovakia. After a series of dinners with Ledvinka, Hitler facilitated meetings with Porsche. Together, the two pioneers began working on development of a universal car for the people, the Volkswagen Type 1, the now legendary Volkswagen Beetle. Okay, folks, we must bid adios for this week. Join us next week for another episode of 5 Minutes with Jim, an adventure through time. To wrap this up, I want to give a shout out to the Roadrunner Lodge in Tucumcari, New Mexico, a near perfect blending of the past and present, a living time capsule where the traveler is assured a restful night's sleep after an adventuresome day on Route 66. Thank you for joining us. Until we meet again, mi amigos, adios. See you next week for another episode of 5 Minutes with Jim. Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America